Hi, my name is Yasmin Sharehi, and this is Gateways to Awakening, where we host one-on-one conversations with leading experts in wellness and spirituality as part of a Hakawati production. Today's episode is about grounding. We'll dive into what it is and how it can help you reduce inflammation and help you heal. On today's episode, we'll be featuring our guest, Step Sinatra, co-founder of Grounded.com. Step Sinatra's miraculous healing story was featured in the documentary, Heal for Free. A near-death experience followed by a 40-day hospital stay changed the course of his life forever. In the early 2000s, he was a successful Wall Street trader that traded his health for money. Spending millions of dollars and traveling the globe for answers led to one simple discovery, that the most powerful therapy is right beneath our feet, and it's free. Sepp is now a writer, speaker, teacher in the realm of natural healing, spiritual awakening, and prosperity consciousness. While he has had many other ventures, now his main focus is Grounded.com, which he co-founded with his father, Dr. Stephen Sinatra, in 2009. It is now one of the world's leading earthing and grounding websites. Sepp also currently lives between Germany and the island of Hydra in Greece. His goal is to spend as much time grounded as possible and to discover the language of creation. So welcome, Step. We're so excited to have you on the show today. Great to be here. Thank you, Yasmin. And I think, you know, for our guests who may not be familiar with grounding, I think we should just dive right in and explain what exactly is grounding? Well, it's kind of the million-dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but the best part about that is the answer is it's free. And first, I'll give you a little perspective, and then I'll actually tell you what it does for your body. But I want you to think about a good reference is the Matrix movies, where there's Neo, and at one point, Switch calls him a copper top. And what she's referring to is he's a Duracell battery. So in a way, 20 years ago, this movie was made, and here we are. We are actual batteries. The human body is like that. It's electric. I mean, first you're a spiritual being, then you're a human being, but you're also an electrical being. And what I mean by this is, so Dr. Bruce Lipton will say, hey, the average membrane potential for a cell is 70 millivolts, 0.07 volts. And there's 50 trillion cells in your body, therefore you're 3.5 trillion volts. Now that's pretty wild. Now that's just a theory, but it puts it in perspective that the, the high capacity of energy in our body is absolutely amazing. So we're really like a biological being that's connected to an electrical planet. The earth is the big battery and you are the smaller battery. So does that, does that kind of give a little perspective? Yeah, that, that gives perspective. I'm I'm also, I'd love for you to define exactly what grounding is like from a, you know, from the perspective of, of how do you do it? What does it mean? We can maybe take the approach of like total beginner's mind here for people that have never heard about the concept of grounding before or, or, or earthing. Well, I'm doing it right now, actually. So I'm sitting outside and, uh, Yes, I'm, I'm in Greece, and you can hear the waves in the background, possibly. But my feet are connected to stone, and stone is conductive to the earth. Pretty much most material, except for like asphalt or anything that's plastic, will not connect you to the earth. But right now, since my feet are barefoot, I'm connected to the earth. And there's two things actually going on here. One, you're absorbing the negative electrons, as I went into in the battery. So as a battery, you need electrons. 
And these days we're really electrically starved, and I can get into that later down in, in the show. But we need to constantly replenish this energy system, and the biggest source is the Earth. So I always say if there was like a user manual for the human body, I'm absolutely positive it would say must connect a power source, the Earth at frequent intervals. And all of the past cultures that you know, have maybe come before us, especially the American Indians, they just knew this was a given. The, the Mayans, et cetera, they went barefoot. They were connected. And that's what I mean. So grounding is the simple definition is connecting the human body or skin directly to the earth. Thank you, Sepp. That was uh, a great explanation. I think for many people who maybe live in an apartment like I do in San Francisco um, or might not have access to the outdoors, let's say it's winter, um, what can they do? And I have so many questions about grounding. You know, is it created equal if you just put your feet, you know, on the earth or the sand or uh, do you have to put your whole body on the earth? Uh, what are what are some ways that people can can access this, especially if they don't you know they don't live in close proximity to to nature? Sure, I mean there's many ways to do it, right? And I mean number one thing, like I said, is barefoot. But if you literally touch, this is absolutely fascinating, and it blew me away when you take your your fingertip and you just touch a leaf on a tree, instantaneously you're grounded. And in that millisecond, you actually start to receive the healing benefits of the earth. So you don't have to have much. You just need a little bit of skin contact and, and usually moisture. That's kind of like the best recipe. And then if you're hydrated and if you have more minerals in your body, that's always great. That's why the sea, that's why I actually live, I chose to live here recently, is because I want to be in salt water as much as I can. It's like the number one place to be grounded and earthed. And the reason is it is because it's salt water and it's conductive, extremely conductive. And so is your body. Your body's water. So in a way, you're harmonizing right there. Um, I love to say this. Like I always, I, I used to surf in California a little bit. I'm not that great, but I did it because I knew it was the best thing for my body. Why? I'm getting sunlight, vitamin D, pretty much all day long. I'm doing short burst activity, boosting my endocrine system. Three, I'm connected to the earth. I'm constantly getting these negative ions from the ocean. And when the sea actually has a wave, the more forceful it is, it kind of gives off this, this charge in the air. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever smelt that kind of in the morning if you go out and you're walking in, let's say, Half Moon Bay or one of these beaches or, you know, Southern Cal, and you kind of get that smell? Yes. Yeah. Like the... It, it doesn't it produce if you're by a waterfall it produces ne these negative yes. ions as well to that makes you i guess happier right <laughs> totally absolutely our brain our bodies we crave this and when you're in that state like you're in the forest and you're in a waterfall i do this too when i'm in germany almost every other day i'll go to this place because i'm i'm getting it into my system so when you get the negative ions from the forest, the air, even the, the Japanese call it Shinrin Roku. I mean, that's, they actually prescribe that in Japan, the doctors do to go out and do this. Wow. And you're getting this from all these other places in nature, right? So let me circle back and actually answer your question. Because if you're in an apartment building, and I used to live on the 44th floor of Manhattan, so I, I totally get this. And I didn't know this at the time. This is back in, you know, the early 2000s when I was on Wall Street. And, and how disconnected from the earth I was, and I believe that was 
partially the biggest cause of, of what I went through for a 10 year you know, period. So when you're in a, in a building like this, you're not getting the Schumann effect. And that's number two. So number one is you're getting negative ions from the earth. And the number two is you're getting the Schumann effect. And what I mean by this is there was, there was doctors, you know, he was a doctor and he, in the fifties, he came out and, and gave this Schumann resonance theory, named it after himself. And he would say that the earth oscillates, it pretty much vibrates at 7.83 hertz. And so it's only been, you know, 70 years that we've known about this frequency and there's kind of like octaves of it and so forth. And it goes within a tight range. Now, if you know anything about the brain, you know that that's kind of like the, like the alpha state, just on the borderline, right? And when you smile you, and you just literally move your, your, your mouth up, you actually go into a 10 hertz frequency. I actually had this done many years ago. I had it you know, hooked up to my brain and it was fascinating. And this is before I knew. So just by smiling, you're very close to the earth's frequency. And these low frequencies between 10 and 40 hertz and even a little bit below that as you drop in, especially when you sleep, you go into, you know, theta, et cetera. And we're really learning a lot about frequency and energy medicine. So it always brings me back to Tesla. And he says, hey, if you want to know the secrets of the universe, you must think in terms of frequency, energy, and vibration. So that's earthing. This is energy medicine in its most simplest form. Step, how did you discover this philosophy? I'm, I'm so curious, you know, can you maybe walk us through your journey um, about your 10 years? And I know that you co-founded Grounded.com with your father. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us? You yeah. want the big story or the short story? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, let's see. I think... Or I'll I mix it. Maybe you can mix it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to set the right context so that we understand, you know, how you guys discovered this. I actually read the the book, and I think for those of for those folks who are m very interested in this topic, you should check out. I think it's called Earthing. Right. So, Earthing was written by my father, Dr. Stephen Sinatra, greatest guy in the world, and have <laughs> <laughs> and Clint Ober. Now, Clint Ober. I'll, I'll tell you his story real quick because he's a, he w we wouldn't be having this discussion if it wasn't for Clint. He has pioneered this movement over the past 20 years. And I give him so much credit because he's really fought the system. He's run the studies. He's done so much. So I'll tell you real quick about Clint so you get a perspective. So he he was this cable executive and he knew everything about grounding electronics. Right. And one he kind of had a little, little illness, a little bout, a little wake-up call, and he gave away all his money, millions of dollars, all his possessions, and then he got an RV, and he's kind of searching for the meaning of life. So he goes around, and he's in Sedona, and all of a sudden he notices that there's all these people, right, wearing sneakers, white sneakers. And he says, huh, wait a second, these people are disconnected from the earth because they're wearing rubber on their feet. And in the cable industry, if you use rubber, obviously, you know, it would, you know, it would prevent uh, you know, electric shock or it could help the ground. They don't really use it that, but, but, but he knew this. So Clint asked this simple question. He goes, wait a second. Should we be grounding a human being? Good question, right? Mm -hmm. so, so what he does <laughs> is he gets all inspired and he goes and he makes his prototype bed mat with like copper wires and tape. He then lays down on it with a voltmeter and to see if he's grounded. And he knows he's grounded. But before he knows what's happening, the birds are chirping, the sun's shining, and all of a sudden, bam, it's morning. 
the guy had fallen asleep and had the best night's sleep of his life. Plus, he wakes up and he has no more back pain. So, boom, here comes the mission. And you can see how a man can get inspired like that. And that's kind of the story how what happened to him. Now, what happens is he goes out, he's trying to speak to doctors, scientists, everybody can go to, all the universities, and nobody wants to hear what he has to say. They say, no, you're talking gibberish, you're not making any sense. And he gets to meet my father one day at a conference. He hears my father lecturing. And he's told my dad's talking about the electrical aspect of the heart and so forth. So they meet afterwards and go figure both these guys are wearing cowboy boots. Okay. They're both, you know, <laughs> kind of cowboys, which is really interesting. And if you're wearing cowboy boots, you're actually grounded because it's not, um, you know, a rubber material. It's actually conductive. Hmm. So Clint meets my father and my father is the first guy doctor that gets it immediately. And he says, wow, this makes total sense because I, I'm a heart doctor and I know that the body has an electrical field. The heart has a field that actually goes out from six to eight, even 12 feet, depending upon your vibration. And he knew that there was this free radical theory of aging, which I talked about with the ions. So these guys kind of hit it off and they team up. And basically my dad, what he brings to the table was the science and the aspect that grounding reduces inflammation. And if there's one huge takeaway from this entire piece, it's that, that grounding reduces inflammation. And now there's like over 20 peer-reviewed studies around grounding and earthing, and a few of these depict just that. So there is a theory out there, if you believe me or not, that most chronic illness and most work experience, especially in the USA, is because of we're inflamed. We're just drastically Mm. inflamed. And that leads to pain, that leads to bad sleep, that leads leads to massive cortisol problems. So when you connect with the earth, you put the fire out and the fire is inflammation. So as soon as you put the fire out, you're going to recharge. Yeah. And I'm step. So I want to also just be uh, really clear so that the audience can kind of go and ground themselves. Uh, So, so how long does it take to, you said that even for just a couple seconds or a minute by, you know, touching a plant can, can make you grounded. What is the, you know, what's sort of the average length of time that you need in order to actually get grounded? All right. So it is milliseconds that your the intelligence of your body automatically connects with the intelligence of the earth. It's a beautiful thing. Got so, it. yeah. And, and, and by the way, I should say that the earth is that as that battery that the surface of the earth has all these negative ions and up in the ionosphere, like way, way up is the positive charge. And what goes on is that there's like these thunderstorms and the whole weather patterns that actually charges this battery, the earth, and it's really done by the sun. And then when we touch it, we get it. So ideally, the best time, how much time, it's really how much time do you have? And the more, the better. And the, the studies that we've done, or some of them out there, really show you get incredible benefits within 15 minutes, but really the magic starts to happen between 45 minutes and two hours. 45 minutes to two hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But even if like, okay, say I'm driving down the road and I've been in a long car ride. This happens to you all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Every time I get off at a rest stop, I literally take my hand, I hold a leaf or I put it on the ground for even 30 seconds and I just discharge any of that static buildup that I just got from driving down the freeway, from in a car, from soaking up cell phone towers, being on the phone, et cetera, you can immediately just start to discharge this within seconds. Wow. Honestly, Steph, I want to go uh, hug my plant right now. That sounds... Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, go, is your is your plant in your apartment? Yeah, it's not it's not connected to the earth, so I guess it doesn't count, right? Well, you can connect it to the earth. So what you can do is, and you can do this to the human body too. You can literally take this, and this is kind of what our our company does, and a few other companies do. We distribute and sell these products where if you're unable, kind of answering your, your other question, to connect to the earth because it's winter time or you're in that 44th you know floor, you can plug something into the ground socket. It does not touch the electrical piece. It just, it, it connects with the, the ground. And then that will actually go to a pad that's made of carbon or silver. And as soon as you touch that carbon or silver, instantly you're grounded through pretty much the building. Because every building, every home, everything has a ground system in place to discharge, let's say, you know, lightning or other energies. So it all kind of makes sense if, if, that, if that helps with the big picture. Now, you can ground your plant. I do this in my apartment. <laughs> I actually have, yeah, I have it plugged in. Or the best case scenario, what I actually like to do is throw a rod, literally a grounding rod that's about mm, a foot and a half long, and you put it into the earth, and then you run a cord all the way you know, through your window or whatever, and then you put it into the plant, and you can connect it to yourself. And, and that's how it began for me, actually. That's how the first time I got grounded and was sold more than anything in my life. And that was back in 2008. So I did exactly that. Wow. So I'd like to also dive into some interesting stories about people that have healed with this approach. I'm curious, I'm sure you guys have documented studies of people that have um, reduced inflammation. You know, I'm sure that there's a spectrum of stories, but I'm, I'm curious, are there any, you know, one or two stories that stick out about people that uh, heard about grounding, decided to ground every day or, or get the grounding equipment that they needed to ground. What was, what's been your experience? It's the, really the reason why I'm so passionate about this. And I still do this every day is because of what people tell us. It's that simple. I mean, we love hearing the testimonials and people saying, Oh my God, like I've never slept so good or my pain just kind of went away. Like this changed my life. I got my life back. That's Clint's line. I got my life back. That's in the movie, actually, the Earthing movie. And it's true. We just keep getting this. I mean, everything from like sleep apnea is even a big one. Um, it improves all sorts of pain. People with RA, my mother, you know, I, I sent her a mat recently. She didn't have one. I sent it to her so she could get better. And she loves it. She's like, I don't know. I'm waking up and I'm feeling just so refreshed. And that was my experience. So I'll, I'll tell you my, my story about it. And this was in, like I said, 2008, I went through a 40 day stay in the hospital, et cetera. I was in rough shape. I mean, I couldn't even believe they let me out of the hospital. They just, they, it was either I was die or they let me out. So they let me out and I'm trying to get better. I'm having some relapses and I was, wow, I don't want to go back into the hospital. So my dad just getting involved with this at the time, he sends me a recovery bag. And picture like a little sleeping bag made out of silver. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, it's pretty funny. It's what the guys in the Tour de France were using at the time. They were demoing this technology. Clint, Clint had introduced them to it and they loved it and they didn't want to tell anybody about it. So <laughs> my dad said, right, my dad sends this to me and I couldn't sleep more than 45 minutes. I mean, I, was, I had edema in my legs. I've had neuropathy. I had such pain. It was brutal. And I never knew if I'd walk again. So... The first night that I hooked this thing up, I remember I put the cord outside, I plugged it in the earth, I was totally skeptical. I'm like, this isn't going to do anything, whatever. Boom, I lay down, 
almost six hours of sleep and I was floored. I mean, I never, I felt better and I immediately started to recover. That day I'll never forget. It was the biggest aha. And I said, wow, this, this, this is going to change my life. And it did. So that's, that's probably the, I got to give you my story, but we hear a lot of them that are similar, not as like drastic as what I went through though, of course. Wow. Step, is there any experience where people shouldn't use a, a grounding uh, methodology? Um, I've heard stories of things um, like dirty electricity. I actually don't know much about the subject, but I'm, I'm just curious, you know, is there any experience where if people don't have necessarily access to the earth, um, what, you know, are there any experiences that you wouldn't use this? I think the number one you don't want to use it is if you're in a hurricane or a really bad lightning storm. Okay. Right. Because there may be some really buildup of charge. And there was one instance with one woman, um, Gaetan Chevalier, who's the, one of the lead scientists and researchers on this. He talks about this in some of his podcasts. And if you ever Google him, but there was one situation where she had it, but she was actually using the cord outside and plugging it into the wall connected to two pieces at the same time. And she just had a little bit of a shock. So Ever since then, we say, hey, you know, just avoid it if it's in this situation and so forth. So I'd say that's the only time to really to do it. Now, the best time to ground would actually be right after that thunderstorm, because that's when the earth is just plugged with negative ions and, and, the, and the earth is usually wet. And when it's wet, it's conducted much better. And, and I'd love to make a note for, for people is if you've had chronic illness or you've been through a lot of a lot of health challenges like I was, I know what it's like to be really sick and have no hormones and you don't sweat. And if you don't perspire and you don't have even moisture on your skin, you're really, really dry, you won't conduct as well. Hmm. So having some sort of moisture, yeah, is really, really important. Um, and that's why water is your best conductor. Super interesting. Okay. Wow. Um, Step, what sort of things have surprised you while, you know, taking grounded to the public? Like what, do you still get surprised actually, or have you just, you know, are you just kind of in <laughs> awe of, of all the stories that you've heard of people that have healed? You know, it, it's a mixture of both. Right. And that's why I just love it because I think what I'm really getting into now is how we're this biofield, you know, and, and the world is really waking up to that we have our own pure biofield and it's like this energy aspect. And I call it in my avatar awareness training that it's, it's the way to harness this energy and this language of the universe. So if you want, I can go down that path, which is really where I get inspired. And it's because the earth has an energy and a frequency and all of that really is light and information. And at the grand scheme of it all, we live in some sort of information field. And physics is constantly trying to, you know, prove this. And, you know, guys on the circuit like Joe Dispenza, who I really think is great, you know, talks all about this. I love it because that's actually what helped me heal, too, was, was connecting with the field of energy, the universal field. Einstein mentioned this and harnessing that energy and utilizing it. So who's our biggest teacher? It's the Earth. And look at what it does with nature. And if you just look at nature and that's what I do now so much more. I, I, I'm so in, involved in nature because I see the magic of earthing and grounding pure in effect. When I wake up and I go out to the beach 
and I throw on a, a, some goggles and I watch these swim, these fish swim right in the morning light coming through. And you can just see the harmony, the balance and how nature has this just in beautiful system of organization. There's no chaos, man. We've made it chaos in a way we're the ones, but we're, we were programmed with a belief of, Oh, it's man versus nature. No, that's not true. Those were some of the early myths in a way, but it's really man in harmony with nature and has man can synchronize with this vibration. And if we do, well, then we raise our vibration, we heal our bodies, and we get those divine downloads that we're really looking for. That's the magic and the mystical aspect of life. Beautiful. I want to dive into uh, the like not just the physical, because you're, you, now you're talking more about the spiritual and emotional aspect of healing mm-hmm. with grounding. So I'm curious if you could, you know, talk a little bit more about some of the um, emotional aspects that you've seen from other people by using grounding. Like, have they cultivated more presence? Um, have they been able to reduce their stress? Like, how do, and how do you how do you measure that? You know, I'm. I think I, I'm curious about how we can show folks who are maybe very skeptical or who are just very scientifically minded and just want to see the data, right? Um, I'm just curious, like, what what sort of stats or stories can can you share about uh, the emotional piece of of grounding and how it's really helped your life beyond just the physical? Right now, we can maybe agree that the physical is evident, but... Yeah, I'm curious about the emotional and the spiritual. Okay, so emotionally, it, it's just it's pure and simple, right? I mean, that's that's why I love the name of my my company, Grounded.com, <laughs> because you're grounded. I mean, it, it's synonymous with with meditating and connecting to the earth, as if you're feeling those classic roots coming out of your feet, right, and going deep into the earth. And when you're emotionally grounded, you're centered, you're calm, you're present, you're poised, you are ready for life. And you are actually more in the now. And you know, when you're in the now, well, that's the that's that flow state. That's where you're really channeling your divine higher self. So also that aspect of being grounded, I mean, think about it in terms of chakras. That's your first chakra, your second chakra, your third, those lower chakras. And those will really harmonize the more you're connected to this vibration, this pulsation, because of the energetics around it. So what do people feel? They feel calmer. They feel just life got a little bit easier. And of course, there's a biochemical reaction to this. It's, it's dropped your cortisol. We've been shown in studies that it pulls cortisol down. And what is cortisol? Well, it's connected to your body's stress response. Helps control the blood sugar levels, regulate your metabolism, helps reduce inflammation, assist with, you know, assist with your memory. So all of these things bring you into really a nervous system harmonization. And it's getting into that parasympathetic state. Because we know what modern life is like. We're just boom, 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 going in a sympathetic drive state. And this is probably one of the hardest things that I had dealt with for 10 years coming off of Wall Street was my nervous system was completely trashed and trying to get it back online because the adrenals were damaged. Even like part of my, you know, there's, you know, parts of the brain get a little bit weak from it. And 
the, the, just the excess of, of, of hormones ripping through your system. So I needed to rebalance and I needed to come back to that, to that state. So there's, there's this inherent essence that people just love to say like, wow, I just, my life is just so much better. Like, I don't know what it is. Well, if you started meditating too, that also can awake and kind of get you grounded. And people say the same thing about meditation. So maybe you don't meditate. Well, go for a walk on the beach without your cell phone, turn it off. That's your meditation of the day. Or there's, there's so many other things you can do to kind of get into that emotional state. You want me to talk more about the science? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious actually, if you have, if you have uh, the science, it'd be great to go into that. But, um, yeah, thank you for, for the response on the emotional piece. And I'd also, yeah, let's talk about the science if you have it. And then I'd love to also talk more about EMFs. Okay, sure. So in terms of science, like I said, there's, there's roughly around like 20 some odd peer reviewed, uh, literature studies. And most of them talk about pain, inflammation. There's even one um, recent that came out about uh, preemies, premature babies, and, and how that affects the vagus nerve. So that kind of goes back to the question upon what do people feel. Well, when you are able to influence vagal tone, which is basically the marker of your nervous system, and it's the, you know, your vagus nerve kind of runs all over the top of your head, sort of, and then comes around. It's this beautiful thing. You ever look at it in an in a, in a anatomy book? And it goes through your gut, your system, which is really your second brain. And when this is regulated, when this is balanced and, and just calm, your entire body heals itself. That's what I really learned from my journey. Wow. Because I wasn't allowing my body to heal itself. I was in a constant state of sympathetic drive. And the body, when it thinks it's running from the tiger, it's not going to heal. It's shutting down blood flow. It's doing everything. So in order to bring yourself back into that parasympathetic state where the body can heal, you need the earth or you need those frequencies, you need those low hertz frequencies. And what we're getting these days is these bombardment of high frequency waves, EMFs. And it's the biggest soup unimaginable and it's just exponential. So I started researching EMFs pretty heavy back in like 2009, 10, 11 buying all sorts of meters. I was figuring it out as coming from my cell phones, cordless phones. And I started to rip all these things out of my house. I got better. I improved. My health felt great. I started to elevate myself. I'm like, wow, there's something to this. And I even, even the electricity in your house, you can actually shut the power down if you want to go that far, which I do sometimes because I want to get right back to nothing charging in, in my field. So Right now, even we, we're dealing with the whole 5G thing. Well, what's 5G? It's super high frequency waves. And we're talking like mega gigahertz. Now, Wi-Fi is 2.4 gigahertz or 5. That's a, anything above 1.8 really does is not harmonious to the body. And I got to be careful how I phrase this. And I never wanted to take the EMF situation on. Heal for Free was actually a movie that was pitched to me to be about EMFs. Because I knew so much at that time, way back then. And I said, mm, I don't know right now. I, I think I'd rather stick with the story upon the earth. That's the solution. And yeah. if you're grounded, you can dissipate these EMFs, especially if you live in an urban environment. 
Beautiful. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of conversation around EMFs, what they are. Um, I, I think maybe you can even describe EMFs because it's something that I think some people are familiar with, but I think from a global perspective, maybe not everyone is familiar with it. And I think in the West, obviously, we, we probably use a lot more technology, got a lot more things plugged in. So yeah, I'm just, I, I do actually like to turn off my power as well because just for whatever reason helps me sleep better. <laughs> so... No, because you're not getting any of those frequencies. Even you shut down your refrigerator, right? All even the, the there's there is some static in the walls, depending upon what you know the cords are shielded with these days. And when you just take all that noise, we see we can't see it, we can't smell it, we can't taste it. So we kind of think it's not there. False. I have been to over 200 and probably you know 300 hotels that I've tested with my meters. Well, because I travel a lot, a lot. It's like my other passion life. And I will disconnect Wi-Fi routers. I'll pull TV cables out. I'll get that to the lowest possible level, and I'll sleep great. When I forget my meter, I'm just not thinking about it, and I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, okay, there it is. I pull the meter out if I, you know, if I can get it the next day, and I'm like, ah, no wonder. Wi-Fi routers right by my head. Mm. So there's frequencies going off. I mean, you see the cell phone towers everywhere now. And those towers are pulsating frequencies constantly. They're just pumping them out, pumping them out. And like I said, you're a biofield. So as a whole, you're walking in. If you can see yourself as an energy matrix, which is really what you are, and you're actually a semiconductor because there's this collagen matrix within your body. It's like we, all, we call it like the tensegrity system. And I love that phrase. Okay, what does that mean? Can you talk about what that means? Okay, it's fascinating. So if you're going to make a building, you're going to build it from the foundation deep in the earth, okay? And you're going to have these structures and how they intertwine and how they support the weight of the structures way at the top. I mean, it's fascinating. They have, you know, super high buildings that exist in New York City and, and elsewhere. And you look, you're like, how does that do it? Well, there's a system to it to make the weight hold. And the body has this too. It's a tensegrity matrix system where... All these collagen and the muscles and the ligaments and the fibers and the fascia, they all kind of intertwine over these bones to hold this into place, this miraculous machine. And it has a communication network. This is what I'm talking about. So as soon as you put your foot on the ground and you sense the electrons and the Schumann frequency, well, that's just ripping from the bottom of your foot to your head instantaneously through your nerve tissue or other tissues, your fascia. And that's this matrix system. So your energy and your conducting energy as a superconductor. Uh, this is not a total proven theory, but this is, has been written up in a few journals, and I believe this, just from what I know about grounding now. So when you're in the presence of EMFs, especially urban environments, why I will not live in any, I just moved out of cities. I used to live in Manhattan for many years, other places. I just will not live in cities because I know too much now about EMF, and I want the frequencies of nature coming at me instead of you know, even when you're late, waiting in line for your coffee in, in San Francisco and there's 10 people in front of you, everybody's sitting there on their cell phone. Well, you're getting soaked from every single person's cell phone, right? It, I've tested all of them. They all go out, especially smartphones. The more, the merrier. They'll go out between, you know, one and 20 feet. Isn't that interesting? Wow. So where's the worst place you're going to get hit with EMS? Why do you feel so bad? On an airplane. You're getting absolutely bombarded and then you're getting all the electronics in the whole air. That's why the best, one of the second best times to earth is after you've been on a plane flight because you're massive static electricity that's built up with you 
And if you're doing a, a time zone change, you can actually harmonize and pretty much have no jet lag. Wow, that's a good trick <laughs> for flights. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> it is. Yep, it's the best. And and just a side note, people may think this is kind of you know funny or interesting, but I will travel with a machine that I put on my palms of my both hands. As I let, it's like a little battery of the Earth. It's like a small miniature Earth battery that gives me 7.83 hertz the entire flight. And I feel great because I'm not getting these all these other frequencies. I'm actually harmonizing on myself. Now, I'm not discharging out of the body, but at least I'm maintaining the right vibration that my body was designed as a human being to have. Well, I, I honestly, I think... Uh... I really want to just go outside and sit on the earth um, all day today after this conversation. I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same because I certainly don't spend enough time on the earth um, or touching the earth. I think one thing I remember when I read your book, um, Earthing, was that humans are the only species on the planet that does not sleep on the earth. And that really stayed with me, you know, like that, what are we missing now that we've built these these walls, these concrete, you know, castles and jungles for ourselves so that we're so disassociated from nature and the earth. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm just fascinated by this topic. I think uh, a lot of people are probably going to be very curious and want to read the book Earthing and learn more about this philosophy. And honestly, for, you know, for any of the skeptics out there, that's fine too. I think it, it's free, so it doesn't hurt to try it. Um, and I think exactly one thing I also remember from the book was that people who go on vacation and sit on the beach, you know, usually have when they have beach vacations, uh, people who have had chronic insomnia say that they sleep really well on vacation. And, you know, maybe the question is, does that have to do with all the time that you're now spending on the earth versus the time that you're not connected to the earth, um, you know, when you're not on vacation? So, so yeah, so just some things to think about and consider. Uh, this is a really a gateways of awakening is a, a conversation for people to really think differently and to just have a, a open mind, a beginner's mind with these topics. So, uh, Steph, can you tell us, are there any books or resources? Obviously, Earthing is the book that we've been talking about in this conversation, but are there any other books or resources that you recommend our audience to read or to check out? Of course. I mean, the number one is, okay, we mentioned Earthing. And I say... The number two that I like is Gerber's book, and it's The Body Electric. My father was reading this many years ago. I think it's Richard Gerber. And it came out, I believe, in the 70s, but it is wonderful in terms of getting into the energetics and like the biofield we talk about. So in terms of books, I'd say there's those two. Now, there's three movies out now that teach all about this. Uh, the first one is called The Grounded. The second one was the sequel to that was kind of The Heal for Free, which is what I, I was involved in. And then the latest one that's really sparked this big movement is, uh, you know, the grounding movie. And, um, that was done by Ernest Hemingway's daughter. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, it was really, really, she's a nice story in it. Her and her husband, I think they're, they're, they're incredible people. Um, I saw a few interviews that they've done and, you know, Deepak Chopra's in there. My father's in there. My brother's in there talking about everything. Clint's in there. A couple of other experts, Jim Oshman, Gaetan Chevalier. And that's one of the best ones. If they're going to do anything, I would say start with the movies, check out the books. And then, of course, if you want to, you know, Google some YouTubes um, or the, the websites are earthing.net or ours is grounded.com. It's a plethora of information. Yeah. 
Great. And Sep, can you maybe if there's like a, a main takeaway that you want to tell our listeners about health, about their health and wellness, what would it be? What would be the main takeaway for our listeners? I love that question. Um, <laughs> I would say I really do, because, you know, when we make the shift from living a life of inherent programming, conditioning, pressures upon us to one of harmonizing with our divine self, which I call you know, nature, we were acting as more spirit than matter. And I believe when we get to that state, more spirit than matter, that's, that's in a way a definition of heaven. And you then become the steward of your reality. You take ownership. You take responsibility. And it's an interesting kind of an awakening that really happens. But if I had to say something else, it, it makes me think of Joseph Campbell, he, who, I, who I really like. And he says, when people say they're looking for the meaning of life, what really they're looking for is a deep experience of it. So I always say, if you want a deeper experience, just look to nature and surround with yourself as much as possible. Literally bathe yourself in the frequencies of the natural world. Disconnect if you can from the news, the noise, all this modern world stuff. Let the mathematics of the universe touch you. And I think you'll be pretty amazed. Wow. Thank you, Steph. That was such a beautiful way to end uh, this conversation. And I'm, you know, curious, you know, if there's any other resources that you can po point folks to, to check you out. I know that beyondjustgrounded.com, you also have uh, ageless.com. So maybe you could tell our listeners what that's about and how they can contact you if you're on Instagram or any other social media outlets. Yeah, ageless.com is kind of like my new thing where let's say you want to come and learn about earthing and grounding and you want to do it in an amazing European place, whether it's the thermal baths of Germany or in Italy, um, Scotland, I have a trip. Greece is my favorite. Um, I have a few of these trips where I like to take people on, talk about earth and grounding, the spiritual aspects that I mentioned mostly here as well. And that's what Aegis is. So it's kind of like a, these wellness adventure trips. And that's going on. Like A lot of them got canceled for this year, so they'll be popping up uh, next year. And those are really intimate, by the way. Those are like you know between 8 and you know 15 people. I like to keep them tight. And um, the Switzerland trip's amazing. I was just talking about that today with somebody. So, and then, um, you know, I'm not a big social media guy. I never have been. I never wanted, had a Facebook um, page my entire life. I never wanted wow. one. Um, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, no, <laughs> really. And, uh, you know, I mean, Instagram, I, I, I flirt with. It just It's called Free Spirit Wine. It was a wine company that I started. But other than that, I don't, I stay kind of behind the scenes. Um, a little bit off the grid. And a lot of it is because I don't want to be on screens all day long. I want to be in nature. And the more I'm plugged in, the more I'm not grounded, the less good I feel. And if I don't feel that great, I'm not helping the world. Amen, Seth. Thank you so much for your time. I'm so grateful that we've had this conversation, especially since you're on the island of Hydra. Um, and so for our audience, thank you for joining and for listening. In this episode, we learned about grounding, we learned about what it is and how it can help reduce inflammation and help you heal. So you can tune in to Gateways to Awakening, where we host one-on-one -on -one conversations with leading experts in wellness and spirituality. Thanks again.